Hey guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. It's the hard knock life for us. It's the hard knock life. So this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. So listen, take a minute, just sit right there, and I'm going to tell you about my hard knock life. So as a kid growing up, I was the youngest of a bunch of hooligans. I didn't really have much to complain about. Mom and dad were around. It was all right. Uh... And then it got really weird about the time, you know, y'all are like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, all that kind of, it got really super weird then. Because I started having these dreams and thoughts about what I wanted to do when I grew up, who I wanted to be, what I wanted to go. I literally had some crazy dreams and I didn't really understand them. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share them with my brothers because if, if, if my hard knock life was a book, this would be like chapter 37 verse 8. And so I share my hopes and dreams with my brothers, and instead of being like, yo, they like literally hated me for them, which kind of sucked, but you know what, that's, I guess that's what siblings do, YOLO. So I go to mom and dad, I'm like, hey, mom, dad, I got these dreams, I want to do stuff, this is going to be really cool, and my dad rebukes me. This sucks. This is kind of a hard knock life. But I'm like, you know what, it's okay, it's all right, you know, it just whatever. And so I keep doing my thing, and some time goes by, and you know, everybody gets older, and now my brothers are out working their job, doing their thing, and being the knuckleheads they are, they forget their lunch, so I'm like, okay, and dad's like, hey, your brothers are knuckleheads, you know, go take them to lunch, make sure they're doing okay at the job site, you know, we got bills to pay, all that kind of stuff, and so you fast forward to Hard Knock Life, chapter 37, verse 18, my life, and somehow they found out they knew I was coming. I don't know how, but they knew I was coming. And I found out that they were conspiring as I was on my bike with their lunches, coming to bless them. They're conspiring against me to wreck my life. And I show up and they do exactly that. And I'm like, this sucks. This is not how I woke up expecting today to go. But I'm like, you know what? All right, this is hard. This is difficult. I guess I'll make the best of it. And what I didn't know, if you fast forward a little bit more to chapter 37, verse 28 of my hard knock life, that some jokers from the tide of town you don't go to, that, that, that rough place, were coming through. And my brothers legitimately sold me out. And all of a sudden, in an instant, my hopes and my dreams and my plans, poof. Like you kind of want to do the mic drop, but there wasn't even a mic to drop. It was just, it was gone. And this is hard, and this is difficult, and I just, my heart, YOLO. But I decided, you know what, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to do the best I can, and, and it, was, it was rough for a while, it was hard, it was challenging, but I did what was right, and I picked myself up, and fast forward a little bit, I've got this banging job, and it's great. I mean, I'm working with dude, he's got some money, man. I'm like, hey, it's great. 
and he's trusting me with the money, and he's got this, and it's good, and life is good, and it's great, and things are happening. I'm just like, I'm like, dude, this is all right. And then in chapter 39, verse 7 of my hard knock life, I'm doing my job, and I hear this, hey, and I'm like, I look over, and there's the boss's wife, and I'm like, hey, who'd she hey at? And I hear a, hey, and I look over, and I'm like, uh-uh. And she was haying at me. And I'm like, girl, I mean, you, you good, but you married. Like, mm-mm. And then for the next week, I'm working. She's like looking at me like, because I got something she wants. And I'm like, no. And then it gets worse. I'm working, and she comes, and she starts getting all up on. And I'm like, No. I got my brand new Apex merch hoodie on. She grabs this, she grabs it. She literally grabs me by the arm and says, hey, I'm like, and there was that one girl that was like, there was a fire. And she's like, oh, Lord Jesus, there was a fire. And I ran. And that's what I did. I ran. And you know the worst part about this chapter of my life? She ripped the sleeve off my new Apex merch hoodie. <sighs> man, I was a, man, would, and I ran. I ran, and then I go to my job the next day, and it gets worse. In chapter 39, verse 14 of my hard knock life, I walk into work, and the boss is there, and he is glaring at me. That woman, she lied about me. She told me I was all up on her, and I was doing And so now, my hard knock life, I'm in jail. I was, I was innocent for real. I know everybody is in jail, is innocent, but I was legitimately innocent in jail. My hard knock life. People lying about me. But you know what? I'm going to do the best of it. I'm going to do the best of what I can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to work. And so I'm in this junk. I'm in this mess because all these people have done me wrong and I'm trying to do right and I'm in jail, and I find two dudes. I mean, they're down in their luck, too. And we're just hanging out. I mean, it's not like we got anywhere to go because we just we hanging and chilling. And I find out that, hey, he's been, been hearing some stuff, and he might get his job back. And I'm like, yo, let me help you out. And we start helping each other out, and things are great. And he, he, he's getting out. And he's not only getting out, he's getting back to go to his job. And I thought I had a really good job before, but he's got a really good job. And I'm like, yo, dude, don't forget about me. And in chapter... 40, verse 23 of my hard knock life, this buster gets out, gets back to his job, and what does he do? He forgets about me. So my entire life, my hard knock life up to this point, people have hated me, they've conspired against me, they've sold me out, they've wanted what I've had, they've lied about me, and they've forgotten about me. This is my hard knock life. Now, you replace the hard knock life references with Genesis, and you have my version interpretation of the life of Joseph. And I think every single one of us in this room, if we would read through the life of Joseph, would have no problem with Joseph wanting to, like, literally drop bodies. Like, take names, bury people in the backyard, all that kind of stuff. 
Because this entire time he was striving to do what's right and it was one setback after another, after another, after another. And if we can fast forward, which we can in scripture, we realize that literally he holds his brothers in the palm of his hand and he has an opportunity to wage vengeance that I think all of us would be completely comfortable with. He could have literally spoke death over his brothers, but he didn't. And we're in the midst of a series called Sorry Not Sorry. And what I want to present to you today is we've looked at some people who have made mistakes, who have messed up, who have had some, some horror. They've been given gifts and blessings and, and they've messed it up. This is the flip side. So what I want to present to you today is what was different about those people we've been talking about and Joseph? Because if you look at everything, flip the next slide. And hopefully this slide kind of hurts to look at because that was the point. If you look at this, this was everything Joseph was going through. And I have really, really bad news, like super duper bad news. Like this is depressing bad news, depending on how you want to receive it. Jesus says in this life, you will have trouble. I'm the old dude in the room. <laughs> I don't act the oldest, but I'm the old dude in the room. There will be times in your life where all of these things will happen to you. All of them. You can expect it, you can get ready for it, you can bank on it, because we live in a fallen, messed up world. Wow, Doug, that's amazing. Thanks, Pastor Chris. Don't ever have him ever talk again. He's an idiot. Let me finish. All of this stuff is going to happen because Jesus says you will have trouble, but Jesus says also take heart, for I have overcome the world. So what does taking heart in the midst of all of this stuff mean? What's this practical application? What made Joseph different? I want to give you two verses. I want to give you an Old Testament, old school verse, and I want to give you a New Testament, new school verse. The old school verse is found in Micah chapter 6, verse 4. And it says this. He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. If you focus and give your attention, your effort, and energy to all of the hard-knock life issues. They're going to weigh you down. They're going to beat you up. They're going to pummel you, and you are going to be miserable upon miserable and upon miserable. Now, doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God won't change those hard-knock life moments. But what they do is they change us. They change you and me. They change our response to the hard knock life moments so that when it comes around, we are like Joseph literally holding the lives of his family in the palm of his hand. And Joseph being a human, there would have probably been nobody who would have blamed him for closing his hand or Thanos snapping his family out of existence. I don't think there would have been any, a single person knowing what his family did to him that would have had a problem with Joseph going crush, but he didn't. What was the difference? Joseph was striving to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with his God. So his perspective was not focused on the problems. The problems didn't go away, but his perspective was different. Fast forward, new school. Go to Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Jesus answered, this is the most important. Jesus says, most important. He says this, and, <clears throat> and by the way, you probably all have heard this. Hopefully I'm presenting it a little bit of a different perspective for you. Jesus says this, 
And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Continues on. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love is an external action. Love is something we do. I can't go too far because I don't want to do that whole like squeaky thing. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. There is nothing that Mark leaves out that does not, that is the totality of humanity. And what Mark is advocating for is, yes, life is going to be hard. It, it's, you guys know it. You've lived it. You know what pain is like. You know what all of those things that Joseph went through. You have lived some of them yourself. But, Jesus says, take heart, he has overcome. He has given us all the tools that we need in the midst of all the hardship, the frustration of life, to not just survive it, but to thrive with it. I would love to have a conversation with Joseph in heaven if we can. And if we can, this is my projection of it. Joseph sitting on the throne in Egypt. His attitude, I can imagine, was probably, you know what, God, I don't ever want to go through any of that stuff again. But because of what you have been able to do with the hardship and the frustration, because honestly, if we look at our lives, some of the best in us is a result of some of the worst times. God uses some of the hardest times in our life to work the best out. So I see Joseph sitting on the throne in Egypt going, God, I never want to go through that stuff again. But because of what you've been able to do with it, I'm thankful for it. I'm not thankful for what happened, but I'm thankful for the process. And that's what God is affording to us. That's what Jesus is saying to us, that if you love with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength, you love your neighbor, that when these opportune times of hardship smack you in the face and they're difficult and they're frustrating and you feel like you can't do it and you can't go on and it's too much, God is saying, take your attention. Don't put it on the problems. Don't put it on the stuff. Put it on me. And it might take a while, and it might be uncomfortable, and it might be difficult, but you are going to be okay. You are going to thrive in it. Right now, this might flip some people out. I'm in counseling because right now my life is hard knocks right now. I'm getting cracked upside the head, and it's hard to remember some of the very truths that I'm speaking to you guys. Life is hard sometimes. Get ready for it. How do you get ready for it? By doing justice by loving mercy, by walking humbly with your God. And that positions you in a place that when all that stuff hits you, you can be like a duck. <whistles> Ducks have glands that they put on their feathers. So when water hits the duck, the inside stays dry because the water just goes right off it. If you posture yourself and put your focus on loving the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and loving your neighbor, who's your neighbor? Your neighbor is your friends at school. Your neighbor is your family. Your neighbor is the person down the block or the street. The person you find at Dunkin' or Starbucks or wherever you get your coffee fix on. Or Walmart or Target if, you, you know, if you're one of those high-class people. With your stimulus checks at Target. Hey, all right. No, no more Walmart for me, baby. You're on the Target. Nah, 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 nah. All right? Those are your neighbors. The bad news is life is going to be hard. So don't be like, ah, when it gets hard. But when it gets hard, be prepared by doing justice, loving mercy, and walking humbly with your God. Be prepared by loving with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. 
challenge you guys. We're going to do our breakouts pretty quick. If you're comfortable, we've got some, some questions. Some of them are a little bit of heavy lifting. I got a freebie in there that's kind of fun. I'm excited for it. Hopefully people won't get all like crazy about it. But do some work with this because I want to encourage you that yes, life is hard. But Jesus says, take heart. Take heart by doing justice. You're saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, because sometimes that helps getting it. Take heart by doing justice, by loving mercy, by walking humbly with your God. Take heart by loving the Lord and your neighbors with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And in that, you will be able to thrive and grow and mature. God, like Joseph, will be able to take the hard, knock, life stuff and work it for good and amazing things. Heavenly Father, I thank you that in the hard knock life, you do not leave us out there all by ourselves on a limb. That you have given us everything we need to walk this earth. And you promise us that you will work it all for good. You don't promise it all is good, but like Joseph, you will work it all for good. So Heavenly Father, as as some of the students and staff here, they know what hard knock life is. They've lived it. May they determine to be like Joseph and not some of the other people that have been sorry, not sorry that we've been talking about. May they position themselves so they don't have to apologize. That when life is hard, that they have a posture, posture found in you that gives them strength and gives them joy and gives them peace and gives them hope. May they begin, may they choose right now to do justice, to love mercy, to walk humbly with you. May they choose right now to love you and their neighbor with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. Because Jesus, you promise in John 10, 10, that you have a full life, an amazing life for us. And that's found in you. God, you are awesome. Jesus, I love you. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.